Yes. Welcome to You, Me, and Keith, a podcast for Trayvon Martin, a black boy that deserves to be here. And I'm your host, Ryan. And I'm your host, Key, and we're back. Yes, this week we're talking pork chop beatings, bad dads, and self-love with our lawyer friend, Amal Dalma. But before we get started, don't forget to like, leave us a review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. And so let's get into the show. Amal, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. You're in my apartment. We are. Oh, we are. It's very it's, luxurious. It's, we walked in and we were like, oh, she's wealthy. <laughs> Out of my tax bracket. Let me paint the seat for you. So we walk in and there's a mink rug on the floor. Mm-hmm. There's a luxurious um, mm-hmm. cashmere yeah, L-shaped big comfy couch. L-shaped yeah. couch. There's she's, a, there's a lots of couples can fit on here. Of, there's like even throw pillows. Blankets, <laughs> several throw pillows. Several. And then there's also art on the wall mm-hmm. of powerful women. Mm-hmm. Wonderfully powerful yes. women. Mm-hmm. There's Drake things all over the world. Let's talk about our boy. Our chocolate a charcuterie boy. With she chocolate covered strawberries. strawberries. Mm. She put up some some cheese. I don't know. Is it what goes a gouda? What kind of cheese? You was know that? what? Let's say Let's gouda because I got it from Trader Joe's. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> she really said the thing. She gave us some Ritz, mm-hmm. some crackers, and some water. She offered me tea. Mm-hmm. She had options. She mixed your tea. Mixed the teas. Ooh. She said, "I have options." What yeah. would you like? Thank you. How's it? What's it like to be wealthy? You know what? Um, so I'm a weird bracket of fake wealth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fake that imitation thing. of wealth. Yes, mm-hmm. my whole life is an imitation of what Instead it is. Instead of imitation of life, yes. imitation of wealth. It, imitation of wealth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like it's my quirk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's your brand. <laughs> it's my it's thing. My, it's my thing. It's my brand. Yes. <laughs> Yo. Let's talk about something. Let's talk about it's been a while since we've done this. It has been a while. We've taken a, a little mm-hmm. hiatus. Listen, we were going through some things. Oh, man. Mm. Girl, <laughs> I think it was like a couple weeks where Ryan wasn't feel, feeling mm-hmm. well. And then the holidays came mm-hmm. up. And then the new year started. And we wanted to get back into it. But we wanted to like change the format yes. and make the show better. And the and day then, we changed it, <laughs> our employer started to lay people mm-hmm. off. Yes. And I mean, in Switzerland. Dramatic. I mean, it, <laughs> I mean, was, like, it was a, it was a, a blood, blood and It was like a, that. oh. They yeah, said, a Oh, there. Oh, witnessed it. It yes. was They bad. said everybody can get it. <laughs> Everyone must go. All of you can get it. <laughs> really? All of you. Anybody can get this job. Pick one. Oh, pick a K. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. And so that really... I mean, wipe this out. So, um... We were focused on that yes. and trying to see if we were going to still be in employed. Well, we didn't know if we were going to have money to buy no. batteries to. Truly, to, no. this was all like, to ooh, fund baby. this podcast. It was um, a very interesting time because truly everybody was on the edge of their seat. Yeah, yeah. All no, really, everyone. Nobody shook. felt comfortable. Well, I don't know. So maybe some people did, but and that's why corporations are evil. Yeah, yeah. Because, moral of the story. Moral of the story. Yes, because they make you feel comfortable. They make you feel like family. They make you feel like we everything's okay. You, you know mm-hmm. that everything's cool, and then literally. One day, you just have to clear out your desk and leave. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. day, you get a Twitter notification. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Did you know that 15% literally. of your company is getting laid off? Yeah. I was like, oh, man. That's me? literally what happened to me. I came back to my desk, and I had a notification from a friend who saw it on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Who was like, Say, are you okay? Girl. And I'm like, oh. And I'm like, uh. They I, can't be talking about it. Even I'm like, not this. 
was like, not my department. And then we got another email that said, yes, you. Yeah. <laughs> specifically oh, I'm sorry. I heard you said not you. It actually, sorry. specifically that's, that's just, that's yeah. not factual. I want you, I want you to be fully aware that you, we were your head about you. is you. also on the block. Yeah. And <laughs> last week I wasn't, I wasn't at work for a few days and I literally had to come back and be like, wait, I actually don't know who's, who's here, here who's yeah. not here. Yeah. So it was, like, yeah. I mean, I mean, but thank, I mean, we made it out Fortunately, we made it through. Yes. Uh, but I'm glad to be back on the podcast because I feel like we do need a mental health cleanse from that because that was truly mm-hmm. a toll and still continues to be yeah. Right? Yeah. a toll. And it was just like a whole like season, like a couple months of us like trying to get right. life together and it figure felt. life out. We were going through it, y'all. It, honestly, <laughs> there were several times where I was like, this has only been a day. Yeah. Like, that was like, this has felt like yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. That just... time, I feel like that period of time in the year in general is just so, it's like so many loose ends that mm-hmm. you're, mm-hmm. you know, trying to finish. People are traveling, people are leaving. Yeah, holidays. Yeah. Things are happening. You're trying to like, start over but then like that's different that's and difficult. then you get hit with a wrecking ball like that and yeah it's like well and so anyways moral story is there's some amazing buzzfeed people who need jobs mm-hmm. and deserve jobs and you should hire all of them all, all of, of the people yeah. i've been referring a lot of people actually. yeah but people who like they've been because i because i wasn't sure that i was gonna keep my job so i started to be like well let me mm-hmm. just put some fillers out and right. then people have been getting back and I've been referring a lot of people, mm-hmm. so... Um, we'll yeah. hire our friends. We'll hire our yes. friends. Yes, email us. You mean key at gmail.com. Yeah. You need yeah. a producer. You need a writer. Mm-hmm. You need a data scientist. You, you need a researcher. Social media strategist. tell us what you need, and yeah. we, we will it. send it. Her Honestly, mind. we can send you You need a lawyer. <laughs> you need a lawyer, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got one. Don't we all? Right. <laughs> I, I do need legal yes. counsel. We can chat about that. Oh, we do need to chat about that, for real, for real. Oh, mine is about something else, but... Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mine is a little bit more personal. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll speak to you after the we podcast. Got, we got some Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just dive right on back in. Um, like Key and I said, we did change the format just a smidge, but one thing we did keep the same was what the fuck is going on in Florida? What the fuck is happening? Always. Always in forever. Like, I never know. I mean, well, we can just dive right in on the first story. So, there was a father in, in Florida. He, um... <laughs> Already really scared. Our, uh, <laughs> right. So um, this man is in Clay County, Florida, and he was arrested on child sex crimes. Yeah. And he had the audacity, the caucasity, honestly. You, you don't have to ask. You know his yeah. wife. Uh, yeah. yep. To be wearing a Father of the Year shirt <laughs> while he is being charged with child sex crimes. Isn't that just a mess? His name is 50. Uh, what, did they even give his name? Um, he's a 50 year old man. 50? No, no, okay. <laughs> Imagine. He's a 50 year old man. 50, 50. My name is 50. Um, the police say the 50 year old man faces rape charges from Columbus, Ohio. His name he... is Clarence. I was kidding. Clarence Sheesh. Oh, sorry. So I didn't. Sheesh. Sorry. Let's read this. Right. My bad. Clarence Sheesh. Yes, Clarence Sheesh is what his name But um, so it was posted on the Clay County Sheriff's Office on a Facebook post, and the deputies arrested Clarence Sheesh. 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 No. I can't say his name. Um, 50 year old man faces rape charges from Columbus, Ohio, but he fled to Clay Wait. County, Florida. Uh huh. Is that his arrest picture? I think that, yeah. Don't he look wild? Yeah. Is he not, no, that looks like an Instagram picture. Same thing, you know, they do that. <laughs> like, like, he's like, he's like, that's before not you take people me, get arrested. He's like, before like, you take like, me, let's wow. do this last selfie. Okay, that. The lighting's great. He Eyes honestly popping. looks like. Clint Eastwood in a role, in a movie, in his in, last yes, role. in a role like he's like a you know deadbeat dad. He does. He does. That's like the that's the tra- that's the freaking movie poster. Or like the dad on Shameless. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> 
Wow. Um, so, a lot of time. I mean, he is bumped up against his car, leaned back in his cuffs. Right. I'm actually his father shook. of the year tea. Like, I'm really shook. Like, he just looked up. I'm so, I will be surprised. I mean, portrait mode. I mean, they did. They, had the, you really <laughs> did. they turned that, the, the, the be, F stop down to one point. Also, which cop was like, let us get a picture of you and before he's we. He's like, wait, lean back a bit. <laughs> like, Ooh, wait a minute. Now, like, Angles, let me focus. Tap, me. tap. Wait a minute. Give me that. Look up. Look chin down. There chin we down. go. Got it. Yes. Captured. I wonder if they did this, like, captured in, like, the Insta story. Imagine. Insta tips. Literally, imagine if all these, um, cops now are trying to compete you know how like we had all those like model like those like models that came from those like light up pictures yeah. oh, imagine yeah. the cops are like we're gonna find, find the next, next america's that, next yes. top crime model felon. yeah america's next top felon bitch yes wait that's a new tv show Actually, all these cops are like really competing to have the hottest just, felon yeah they're like yay stop they just stop random people mm-hmm. they're ooh. like ooh, stop right now they're like uh excuse me and they're like yeah this is you're it. going under arrest <laughs> we're gonna mm-hmm. find a reason to arrest guys <laughs> I also just think it's interesting that police stations have Facebooks. I don't get Yeah. Po- I mean... You know that's news to me. Yeah, but no, a lot of them do. I feel like a lot of our stories come from fucking police, like, wow. Facebook things. Or, like, they're, like, being reported on Facebook. I don't know. I guess... Uh, what is the need of the social media for your... Yeah, station? they do this all the time now. Like, I remember seeing those police officers who literally got, like, a dime bag of weed, and mm-hmm. they, like, took a picture with it. I'm like, you didn't do shit. That's, yeah. like, a bag of yeah, M&Ms, I'm and like, you're just acting like you just... I'm like, did you just go to a college yeah. campus? Like, did you, like, stop a drug trafficker? You ain't no. done shit. I could find that. Yeah. They have to prove... They have to show on social media, like, what they're doing for the day. They have to really be on brand, you know. Trash. Brands are hard to come by. Clarence. Clarence, you know. Um, So that's Clarence. Yeah. Fuck out of here, Clarence. Leave children alone. Yeah, weird. Also, his actual crime is just gross. Yeah. It's like, fucking, whose dad are you? What a terrible father. I wonder if his children bought it for him. Oh, he just I was it. like dad of the year. Or did he just like? It looks like I bet his kids probably it. didn't believe it. My dad wouldn't do anything like oh, that. Oh my god. Mm. Do you think but you also know. No, actually, people no people's dads can be deceiving. Yeah. He does not look like a dad who is deceiving. <laughs> he looks like a dad who would do that. Yeah. But like he, there are some dads who probably I do not want to judge. It looks like he does lots of meth. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. my God. Meth and bare minimum. Potentially dabbles in the other things. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Meth is just like Ooh. something to wake him up it's in the morning. that drug. <laughs> and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, also in Florida, my good sis Jennifer Broussard, um, who is 48 of Brooksville, Brooksville was arrested on battery charges after she beat her boyfriend with a frozen pork chop. <laughs> Jennifer was not having it at all. Her and her boyfriend got into a verbal argument on Friday when she threw a pork chop, a frozen pork chop at the unidentified man. It reports that the man suffered a half inch cut. From the pork chop. That was one. I mean, I mean she took it fresh out the fridge. Like, I mean, oh. like, said, you know what? I got something for you. She was about to cook. She was really preparing. My dinner. favorite part is the boyfriend fled the house after the pork chop flew, and police determined Bradford was the primary aggressor in the disturbance. She was booked on misdemeanor battery charge and released on a $250 bond. Honestly, I would have probably bonded her out because yeah. men, they will take you there. I mean, he probably deserved it. <laughs> like <laughs> men talk about women? Like, <laughs> he probably, can you imagine, like, you have food, you're about to make it. Mm-hmm. You're waiting all day to I don't want that. some food. Yeah. yeah. And that you're on your last straw. Mm-hmm. You had a whole like, day of, like, stress. And working and taking do. care of his kids. And yeah. he come home talking about, I don't want no pork chop. I would have like, threw it at his mm-hmm. ass, too. Well, you know what you're going to eat? These pork chops. <laughs> Do they have a picture of him? I wonder what he looks like. No. Does he look like someone who would irk your nerves? My good sis does not look like she does. 
Oh they look like they fight on Rumble. Yeah. She looks like a lot of domestic battle yeah. happens she in this. She looks like she was on her last straw. Oh no, poor yeah. thing. She probably was really just trying to defend herself. That also really reminds me of like all of the um, conservatives and like Islamophobes when they think that they're like really trying to hurt Muslims, they throw pork at them. That's a, that's a thing. Yeah. Where yeah. it's like, as if it's like our- You're like, our, our, Yeah, we're gonna if literally you touch start it, melting. Uh, God. Yeah. What? Is that a thing? But also, I will say, I saw a YouTube, this pissed me off, I saw a YouTube prank video where a guy tried to prank his Muslim roommate into <laughs> making him uh, think he put pork in their food. Wow. And I was like, you're a fucking trash. Wait, what? Yeah. Wait, who did this? Was it, why was this a funny joke? Was it funny? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was, I know it's literally not, but I'm saying like, was he no, trying he was, to Yes, be? he thought it was yeah. going to be funny. He was his What made him so think? Mad. Who told him? I was him? like, I would fucking move out. I know. That's I so disrespectful. Oh, were they friends? Yeah. They still live together. No, there was a, there was a prank video. There was like a, a Muslim prank guy right and he did the same thing to his friend it wasn't really pork but he mm-hmm. was like oh like yeah. he was like what do you like a taste test and he was uh, like what do you all think by the way it's pork and everyone was like why would you out. fucking do that and i was like um wow but then yeah. again prank vids on youtube are something i don't understand mm-hmm. i also feel like a lot of them are set up they are yeah. oh no yeah. they're all fake mm-hmm. like yeah. the really popular fr- pranksters all fake mm-hmm. but then again i feel like the lane of youtube that i don't dwell in so mm-hmm. so the, the other story was going to be this guy who got arrested for he had detergent and like the cops thought it was, it was heroin. heroin and so he two, for 41 two, days. yeah he was in jail for almost six weeks and also his bond was like two, two, like 250 no it was, half a, uh, half, it was a half a million, million, dollars. million dollars so something stupid but then they found out that it wasn't true he got out but like it was tied the, detergent, detergent and then also apparently that that cop has a history of so he got fired he had done 11 11 times. times yeah crazy he just was setting like people up. What? I think he no, just he was setting oh, yeah, he sets people up. Yeah, he people Yeah. Oh, so and they are they've all been found. Like he yeah, he's just like one of those cops. Wow. Yeah, oh, they investigated. Um okay, so last story. Forget about that guy. Yeah. He's free now. He's, he, out. he's, he's good. okay. He's, he's, good. Fine. he's fine. We just found a story that says a uh, woman sends man hundred and fifty nine thousand texts after two went on one date. I love it. Um, so a Florida woman who went on just one date and a man is accused of stalking and sending him more than 159,000 texts. Thousand? What does that even Three look like? Like close to a quarter million text wow. messages. I'm trying to think. Uh, um, it says the Arizona uh, Republic reports that Jacqueline Addis sent the text over a 10 month period to the Phoenix area man following their one date after meeting on an online dating service that uh, reportedly connects millionaires. Listen, oh, I get it. Wow. This suddenly connects sense. the dots. Because hmm. oh, I'm like, oh. honestly, if he makes that much money, I should send a text per dollar. Yes. Like that's just getting getting my money's worth. It's, you know what? Suddenly context makes more sense. Sis, I'm with it. Sis went on one date, saw her future. <laughs> saw her future. I mean, bag was like, she said, I deserve. She's like, this sure. is what I deserve. Mm-hmm. And she could not let it go. She was like, she no, was like, no, this, this is, is me. Mm-hmm. This is all, and oh, that's what happened there. That was all I needed. I needed to have that one date, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan- the wedding was planned. Yeah, it was she planned. went home. That's probably what the text were about. Yeah. How, how do you feel about a June? Well, wedding? it says but, um, in court. Addis pleaded not guilty to stalking and criminal trespassing charges. Arresting officers said she showed signs of mental illness. The man told Addis he did not want to see her or hear from her her again. Police were called to the victim's home in 2018 when surveillance videos show Addis inside the man's home taking a bath while he was out of the country. You better. She was so like, she was like hey, yeah. just want to like test, yeah. test my future my cup. Um, my but wait, life. officers arrested Addis and found a large butcher knife in the front of her seat. Uh, Addis was charged with first degree criminal 
uh, trespassing but failed to appear in court on numerous occasions. She arrested again May 8th after visiting the victim's uh, uh, workplace wow. and claiming to be his wife. Yes. While yes. she was transported to jail, she spoke uh, of love and many conspiracy theories, claiming the victim had uh, told her about them. He said to me, go away for at least 16 months, Ada said, and I couldn't because I loved him the more I learned about the secrets of the universe. Wait, what? Well, yeah. Mental illness. I... I mean, money will fuck you yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> money will make you lose mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get you it. said million? Million? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you said that line, I was like, oh, suddenly oh. this makes more sense. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, oh, I got it. That Love is it. so interesting. I'm really wondering how these uh, sites vet people or like connect yeah. them. Like, how does she get on there? Yeah, because it's like, oh, but even the millionaire, it's like, oh, how do you prove you're a millionaire? Like, mm-hmm. are Maybe you, you just have like, to like show bank statements. That's so... Also, she was from Florida, but was in Phoenix doing all of this. Oh. It says a Florida woman who just went on one date, but this But maybe they met, maybe he was like on a business trip or... Yeah, but he lives in Scottsdale. Sure. Oh. No, but I'm saying maybe they went on that date while he was... Well, why, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, she, and then she was like... And then she was like, I'm going to go to Phoenix and check on... She paid for flights to go see... Wow. Checking on my husband. I don't understand. I don't... She's like, I am She's like, I know he's going to be out of the country. How did she know he was going to be out of the... It's her husband. Yeah. I don't... I, I'm confused with what she's confused wow. about. Show to the shop. No, that's mine. Sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm Mrs. Yeah. Scottsdale. That's I don't know. Like, I'm Mrs. Mrs. Millionaire. Yeah. Millionaire. He's a, did I mention... Like, the lady at front is like, oh, and she's like, oh, he's a millionaire. Did I mention that? <laughs> Sorry. My millionaire husband. Yeah, so millionaire, Mrs. Millionaire, I get it. 159,000 yeah. mm-hmm. texts. That's reasonable, if you ask me. It makes sense. Honestly, Just I'm not surprised it hey, wasn't more. how you doing every moment? Making sure yes. you are okay? Yeah. Saw you were going out of town, you didn't forget your whatever. What? Yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. Get your, your Did you pack your deodorant? Right. You know, it's it's reasonable for a woman who saw her dream life. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. will do anything to go to after have it. it. Yeah. You know, I I you some people see mental illness. I see determination. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think she should be punished for that. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh Florida. Florida. You never seem to let us down. Every yeah. week. Every week. Another thing. Another. Consistently just. Another gem. Another gem. What is her name? Jennifer. Oh, Jen. Oh, Jen. It's <laughs> Jennifer. I get it. Yeah, uh, oh, no. Jacqueline. Sorry. Jacqueline. 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 Same thing. Don't disrespect Jennifer, Jacqueline. Jennifer, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. White woman. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Very white. White woman. Woman. Um, she, I love it. He said, he said to me, go away for at least... 16 months. And that's just leading me on. <laughs> At that point, 16 months is like, you want, that means there's a chance. Wait. That is what I heard. 16 months says there's a chance. And also, why did he say at least? That's like, he had a bracket. He had a bracket in his room. Like, and he's like, he's like, that is a minimum amount that I need you to go away. To like, to really like And if what? you decide to come back, Sure. Maybe. Yeah, exactly. 16 months at the least. Like he's at a business table. He's like mapping it out for her. He is a CEO. Yeah, that's true. He's all about numbers. He's, he's very like, realistic. Good sign. The 16 he's months is like, if you're not over in 16 months, let's recheck. Yeah, exactly. Because that means there's something here. <laughs> I'm willing and to consider. And I'm just not seeing yeah. it. <laughs> if I'm single and you're single in 16, 16 months. months, we can make it work. It's he's the- Jason from accounting. I look at numbers. Yeah. God, what an ass. L O L. Well, Man. you know what? Again, Florida never, never, never cease, never, never stop. Never ceases to amaze us. Proud of you, Florida. Um. Well, so moving right along, we're gonna talk about some mental health stuff. Amazing, I love it. Before, like, how 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 are you feeling? How Mentally, do you, tell us. Yeah. Okay. What is yeah? What is what is your normal mental health like? So let's see. 
So fun fact, my sister's actually studying to be a mental health therapist. Oh, yeah. so we have to have her on. No. Ask her some real questions. She, yeah, she's in her no? second year. I said, I said, oh. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's um, doing that now. She's in her second year. So this is your younger sister? My younger sister, sister yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like hard for me to Lawyers, see Lawyers, mental health professionals, Ooh, this family. family. Just Fake lawyer. Masters. Yeah. Whatever, girl. Um, but Law she, school graduate. Yes. Yes, I don't. No one can take that away from me. (laughs) Yeah, that was, speaking of law school, that was a really tough time for me, I think, mental health wise. But I just like didn't really put the pieces together. Like I was always like, this is fine. I'm fine. And I was just kind of on my way, like every day, just like trying to struggle through because it is a really stressful like environment. You can Mm. probably imagine. Um, Did you know at the time it was stressful or is it something you've realized later? You know what? It was it was stressful on just like a surface level of stress. Like Mm -hmm. I could just tell like, oh, this is stressful. I'm having a stressful time just on a regular, regular day. Because when I was in college, I had moments of stress Mm -hmm. where it was like finals or midterms, you know, but it wasn't like a long period of like everyday stress. Especially for me, for law school, it was really stressful because... Oh, you're fine. You're fine. Because every day there would be like a, like you would literally have to go home, read like 80 pages over like for your three or four classes you would have the next day, come in and you'd have to be ready to be cold called, which was like, you'd have people in class, right? It's like you're 80, 60 to 80 people in your class you see every day your first year. And after that it changes, but like the professor would go and they had a randomized way to um, pick who would be speaking about the cases. That like day. Wow. how to get away with murder. Exactly. When Viola exactly. Davis comes mm-hmm. in and exactly. she like picks out people. Yes. Uh-huh. yes. Okay. But fun fact, that show started my first year of law school. Ooh. Like literally I remember watching it like my first week because it was wow. like around September or something that how it cute, debuted. And then it was so funny because I was like, okay, that's not even real because in that scene, like the first scene, she calls on someone and is like, what is this, like, say this, say this one sentence about this case. But in reality, well, at least in my law school, you literally had to, like, talk about the entire case. It'd be like, what happened? What did this judge say? Tie this back to a concept we learned last week. What did the dissent say? What did this say? And, like, you are, like, um, on the um, spot, yeah. right? And it's really stressful because it's like in law school it's funny because it's like all about like your rep weirdly it's like nobody really cares like let's say you bomb it like let's say you try but you bomb like nothing will like theoretically happen but people are just so wrapped up and they're like Mm-hmm. you know so it's just a lot of stress and then I wasn't I didn't really fully understand how stressed I was about it until I got to go to London for a year like my last year where I was doing a did program you study abroad yeah, so I did like this another, I did another program. It was like a master's in law, like an LLM. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was like my third year was like two and one. Like I was doing my last year and LLM. So I started in the University of London. And that year I was able to actually like fully immerse myself and like travel and being like away. And I was like, damn, I was not okay. Like I was mm. like, because it took me getting out of that whole environment mm-hmm. to like fully embrace how stressed I was and everyone there like at my law school was very like different than me everyone was very like even though it was quote-unquote diverse it was very like not diverse in like other ways like it was people who were like fourth generation lawyers and like Mm. very like wealthy and like very like this was different from the states 
No, no, no. I'm talking about actually okay. at law schools. Got it, yeah, That's yeah, how yeah. it was. So it was right. like, I was always dealing with people who were just not the same as me. I had amazing close friends that helped me, but it wasn't. And so once I was able to leave, I was like, wow, like I was just a mm-hmm. mess. Like I was really, really struggling. Um, and I was like, I don't even think I want to be a lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's when I fully was able to like be immersed in my, you know, who I was. Like I was able to just be like, wait, I don't think I want to do this. And it didn't, it took me to fully get out of my environment, travel, you know, and like. Do you think, where do you think you would be now had you not have gone to London? You know, I always think about that because I had such a huge breakthrough and I honestly think I would have just like, I was in a stress cloud. Like I really, and I always talk about it this way. I was like, I was in a cloud of stress and like also like the immigrant parent thing where you're like, I just want to, you know, mm-hmm. please Make my them, parents yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. My parents were super supportive and stuff. So I was just like in a cloud and I really just would have been like, okay, I'm going to just graduate, get this job. Cause that's what everyone else was doing. Like all my other people around me were, you know, doing the same thing I was, which was like just struggling, but you know, getting, getting through it and getting a job. So I would have just been a lawyer. I would have graduated, become a lawyer. Um, and it was really funny because I always think about this, that at the time I thought, oh, everyone just hates doing this reading and hates, you know, being in lecture. But in reality, people were like maybe a little stressed, but they loved it mm-hmm. under all. And I mm-hmm. didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, everyone just hates it like me. Like people weren't really deeply despising the whole situation just like I was, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, yeah, because I love social justice. I love, you know what I mean, like international law. I love human rights. I love access. I love, you know what I mean, um, advocating for behalf of my community and like other communities. Um, I love that, but I just, I had to learn how to be a tool in the community by using my strengths. And that's something I just like never fully embraced until I was able to just leave and like, Mm-hmm. be in a completely different place so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's yeah. deep i've that never really heard you had have, have oh, a, a really? real conversation yeah. like that before oh, oh, I love that. that's just it's funny because i always tell my friends i was like my friends at buzzfeed don't really know me <laughs> yeah and oh, not, no. in ba- not in a bad not in a bad way no, no, i get no. that yeah. yeah no not in a bad way because i just was such a different person like i was not not that i was different like i'm i'm the same yeah but i mean there are no, different no, no, versions yeah, of ourselves yeah, right, it's like right, we're right. different in each season and you open up different life. things yeah exactly. and you grow yeah like yeah. i look at who i was two years ago or even like when i first started at buzzfeed versus who mm-hmm. i am now and i've like evolved so, so much, much yeah. Right? yeah 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 but yeah i'm 28 now so it's like it's been such a crazy journey because i really did like make a huge turn in my career and was like and even the way I applied to BuzzFeed was like kind of funny, like that whole. Oh wait, how did I don't think yeah. story? Yeah, drop really? the story. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So I was back from London, like I was there for like a whole year. I was back. I was working on my dissertation because I did a master's degree there, and so I was doing my like million-page dissertation, which was like stressing me out. Like I was just, I had no idea what I was doing because I made that huge realization. Were you in LA when you were doing this? No, I was in San Diego. So my mm-hmm. family, I was in mm-hmm. back to my parents' house in San Diego, and I was just like going through it like I was like oh I hate this but I'm like but more importantly I don't want to continue to be a lawyer so what am I going to do but at the time I wasn't like stressing about it I was like oh something will happen right so I was writing this dissertation it was like taking everything out of me and then I literally um saw this application and my friend was like my friend sent it to me and was like hey you should apply to this fellowship that they're having BuzzFeed 
So then I looked at the application. It was due in less than a week. Of it course. was like less than a week, right? And not only was it an application, because that's like whatever, you can just write it. You had to make a video. <laughs> so that was like a part LOL. of the thing. What was your video? So, ooh, okay, I'll, I'll get to that because that's also a fun <laughs> also a story. aspect. But um, I, had, I was at the same time writing this dissertation. I had hard deadlines like for myself and my friend, like was like reading stuff for me, like editing, helped me edit it. And I was like, okay, like I have a really good feeling about this. Let me just make this video and I had by the way no camera equipment nothing <laughs> like zero thing like most of it I didn't right have that I had nothing right mm -hmm. so I was like I was at the my old university I would just like always go and like write there because it was like good for me so I had a friend and she's like I can help you know you out. she can help me out so I was like she's like oh I have some equipment that you can use and I'll you know help you out and I was like okay so I literally asked a friend and it's really funny the video that I did because um, the, the whole prompt was just, you know, make a video based on a post on a Buzzfeed post. Mm -hmm. That's what the whole video was. I didn't exactly follow the directions because I made it based on another video. There was like a Buzzfeed video that was like all like, um, what Muslims want you to know or something like that. It was like something that had a l bunch of people that were just like Muslims were this. I'm Muslim. Oh, it's I'm Muslim, Muslim but, but I'm not. But I'm not. Yeah. I, mean, I can imagine. I um, we know the frame. <laughs> yeah. So that video was like dragged in the Muslim community. Like people <laughs> did like not like that at <laughs> all. Yeah. yeah. Like literally was like I'm Muslim, but I like to dance. Like I'm Muslim. <laughs> literally it was like, like I'm Muslim, but. I have a boyfriend like things like that where you're like what okay how are these things related yeah so it was really funny because my video was like a parody of it like a it was making fun of it so mm. I, it started and it was like um i was in a suit in my in my law school suit i was in a suit and it was like a like a tv behind me and then i had it to one girl the girl was like i'm muslim but i like to smile <laughs> and i paused it <laughs> And I turned Is back to the camera. Yes, it's a real part of it. She was like, I'm Muslim, but I have to smile. Problematic ass Like, are they just angry? Angry <laughs> no. terrorists? Is <laughs> like, that what they're... I don't understand. I've never heard that. Yeah. Muslim people don't smile. They like, don't smile. <laughs> I've never That's heard that stereotype. So I paused it. I turned around. I was like, hi, are you Muslim? And basically, like, went to a whole dialogue about, like, are you Muslim, but, like, normal can basically asking people to mentor muslims who are not normal and like have a muslim mentorship program yeah. to help people become like a savior children the whole thing was in black and white <laughs> and i had my friends be like um dramatization actors where it was like a, a friend was sitting and then another one came was like hi like are you not normal and like this whole like thing and it was actually it was pretty funny and the friend was like what are you doing like he didn't know that it was a dramatization so he was like what are you what are you and he's like don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll help you, Muhammad. He's like, my name isn't Muhammad. He's like, <laughs> like it was literally like that. So I did that whole thing. Then I submitted it. And then I was like, oh, whatever. And then that same week, I actually won a contest to go to the Easter Ray <laughs> uh finale what? premiere party oh dear okay. yeah it was a very so literally i left it was a, a great week yeah i know was, and it was the day and then that ended up being the day but it was like a sunday and the monday was gonna be my interview my buzzfeed interview wow, wow. So i went to la did that kind of yeah went to an after party with some of the people oh uh, wow. yeah, i know um, I know. And then did the interview the next day. And it was just like a lot for me, but I was like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah. Like, this is what I'm doing. And then I got the job, moved to LA two weeks later. Wow. So wow. it was kind of a lot, like, yeah, kind of figuring out day by day, but like kind of back to the mental health kind of 
angle of this, I really struggle every day because I always forget that I'm so new to this mm. and I compare myself to people who have been doing this type of work for so long, you know what I mean? Um, so I have to go back and forth and be like, listen, like you're doing your best. You're kind of applying yourself as much as you can. And last year was really hard because I was like, wait, I don't know what I'm talking about a lot of time. But I'm like, that's okay. Like being honest and being like, mm-hmm. you know, like people don't have to know everything. And even if they do, like that's not you. Like yeah. that's cool. Um, also, I feel like there's something to to being honest with yourself about not knowing that is helpful. Because I feel like when you try to, not you, the universal you, when people try to um, live this, mm-hmm. like, I know this, and I, like, I feel like it's okay to be like, yeah, I don't know this, and that doesn't yeah. make me any less deserving to be in this space. Because I feel right. like even if you don't know X, Y, Z, you might know A, B, C, right. or E, D, F. You know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, and also, DF. most people don't know what they're doing. Also, well, true. I'm like, so I think we all could play pretending thing. for it. I'm yeah. A, yeah, I feel like most people are pretending. Yeah. And also, especially, like, within the realm we work in, I feel like people just talk. Yes. Make it up. And, and yeah, up. and people talk really well right. and, like, work their way up. So I'm just like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking yes. about, you know? Yeah. Didn't um, Michelle Obama say, I met those smart people? Yeah, she was like, other... I've been in the rooms with all these smart, powerful people, and let me tell you, they are not this They're smart. Not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and if anything, if uh, law school taught me anything, it was just how to finesse and, like, mm. work with my words, and I think that's how I've gotten this far and, like, this brand-new career that I'm kind of in right now and mm-hmm. somehow still in, and, you know, and it's... I think especially with like, this is something I love talking about too, is like, you know, like age porn, like people always like on Instagram and stuff, it's like, look at this person that did so much by the time they're 25. Mm-hmm. And this mm-hmm. person got this by the time they're 22. Paid off my student loans yes. and have three houses. Mm-hmm. This, you know, and it's like, it's, it's really easy to fall into. And I never thought I was falling into that because I was like, whatever. And then I got a little older and I was like, oh, Mm. well I feel this now yeah you know what I mean and it's one of those things too where it's so important for me to always like put my life in check as soon as I you know feel that way it's like yo listen like you've done a lot you've come a long way you know and like yeah you're kind of starting over but I try not to think of it as that because I'm bringing everything I knew and this is true for so many people too you're bringing no matter where what space you are you're bringing all of yourself in that space like Mm -hmm. you're bringing all the skills, you're bringing all the troubles, all the triumphs, like with you in those spaces. So you're never truly starting over. You're always taking that with you. And also, I feel like your journey is your journey. Yes. Like, even if it is, like, even if you don't use the skills you've learned, yeah. this is just the next step in right, your, right, like, right. yeah, you're just doing something different. Yeah. It doesn't have to be like, I'm starting from scratch. It's like, I'm just doing something different. Yes. And that's okay too. It is. And you know, that's, it's difficult too. I feel like back to the immigrant parent, like, mm. you know, situation, it's like, you know, there's just so much, so much pressure, you know, so much like anticipation and like, you know, expectation. So taking that and using it to your benefit, you know, and kind of using that to propel you rather than to like hold you back being like, oh, you know, what am I doing? Um, how do you think people with immigrant parents, like, how do you think that affects people's mental health? And not necessarily you specifically, mm-hmm. but also your journey, but like right. in your experience of having friends who also have immigrant right, right, parents, right. like what, what are you, what is that normally like for their mental health? Oh man, I really, I mean, it affects people in different ways, but I think for the people that I know and me myself, it's just you fully understanding as the older that you get, the the extreme sacrifice that your parents made for you to 
essentially live this life that you're living now. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like people have gone through war, gone through different type of situations in order for now you to be living a life. And even if your parents aren't constantly reminding you that, like my parents, like they never were like, we went through so much for you, like be good. You just kind of internally, you know, you know, you, that, you feel it. Yeah, yeah, you do. You feel it. And it's like, okay, like, gotta make myself into whatever will kind of pay my parents back and that mm -hmm. is something you can never really do no matter like what you do really you know because mm -hmm. it's just it's not a thing that they're like you can't like write a check and like be yeah. like oh but thank like, you yeah like, that's done. <laughs> for thank you man. Yeah. Yeah. Labor. Yeah. 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 for all that because sometimes i just kind of imagine in general just on a basic day i'm like wow like my parents had to kind of do so many things they didn't understand you know homecoming dances mm. like random you know soccer game they had to like bring apples to you like yeah. random yeah. things where i'm like wow like what if right now i had to go to a different country completely different country and like my my like annoying high school student like kid is like i need to do this weird thing that i've never heard of and i have to just be like True. okay yeah like figure it I out i guess that's what people here do yeah, yeah. exactly and be okay with it, even though you're so scared and you kind of just don't get it you know to like be okay with it i'm like Thing. like that just must have been just on a normal like and that's mm -hmm. not even a huge thing just mm -hmm. like on a very small scale I'm like that's so much and I I just I don't know how I could ever repay, repay that, that yeah. you know so I kind of thought about it a different way I was like you know the best way I could do that is to be my most authentic self and to just live as as truly as possible because I think somebody wrote it on Twitter I can't take claim for this but Someone said that, you know, our parents, like the last generation, were fighting for survival and we're fighting for fulfillment. Mm -hmm. And that's a different, completely different ballgame, mm -hmm. you know? So you can't ever really relate to that. And so many times I hear people talking to their parents saying, like, this doesn't make me happy. Like, this path does not make me happy. And their parents being like, I just don't get that. Mm -hmm. Just be secure and safe. Be successful. And or be not successful. even necessarily successful, mm -hmm. honestly. It, secure and safe is yeah, probably mm -hmm. even Exactly. More they're like just be and they're like, I don't get it. And the and the kid, they're just talk they're just not understanding, you know? And it's that's what it is. It's like, you know, our parents fought for a completely different team, a game, a completely different, mm -hmm. you know, category of sport. And we're fighting a like yeah, we're doing it a different one. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like we just can't really relate it. Obviously that's not everybody's story, but in general, like for me, that's kind of how I think about it. Cause I'm like, okay, like I just want to make sure they're happy and do what I have to do to make sure they're comfortable. But at the same time, for myself, what do I have to do in order to feel okay? And that, I, I feel like I have to comp com com compartmentalize, compartmentalize yeah. because, mm -hmm. like, if you put it all together, you'll lose yourself in the mix, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mm -hmm. hope that makes sense. No, no, that made no. perfect yeah. sense. Balance. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. Well, we died. I mean, that was just the intro. Oh shit. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I mean, no, that was great. Also, my dad just texted me. He said, um, "Hello, Amal. How are you? We are watching Trump talking." <laughs> oh, <laughs> my parents, the yeah, my parents yeah. are like oh, political junkies, I so they're that. just. I live for it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so cute. <laughs> it's very adorable. I love that he's also letting you know. Yeah, he's like basically like, are you watching? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Keeping tabs. That's like, literally what he's doing. I'm I saying, love have that. You seen Dad, I was doing a podcast. Oh what? Yeah, literally. He's like, what? I tried to download podcast are my parents and they're just like I don't, I don't get understand. it like I'm just watching watch this? on TV yeah <laughs> although I totally get it. like they I can see how like older people can get frustrated with yes. like new stuff mm -hmm. and also especially now 
there's no real way to get help. Like it's not like because like calling a hotline, I get frustrated with yeah. not anything. So I can only imagine them being like, mm-hmm. I just want to fucking talk to yeah. the person. I, <laughs> like, and sometimes I think about it too, like TikTok. We we're talking about earlier today. Like yeah. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't get why the kids love, love it. it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, this is it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, is it starting? Yeah. Am I watched? Am I watched? Yeah. Is this the beginning of it? Where I'm like, I I remember just looking at it and being like, I usually get things. I get Twitter. I get it. I get all of it. You know what I mean? But it's like this was the one that I was like, like I don't. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. I don't get the entertainment entertainment value unless we're doing it as a joke. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Jokes I get, but I'm like some of them like I don't yeah. There's just people sit for hours. are TikTok influencers. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. yeah so like, building a brand. Well, we have some questions. So okay. we put together a list of um, mental health questions, things to better your mental health, things that we should be thinking about cool. um, mm-hmm. that we're going to be asking our guests. Um, every week. Some of them are deep, some are a little bit lighter. Um, feel free to go as deep or as mm-hmm. surface as you want to. Mm-hmm. But it's just 10 questions that you should um, be thinking about. Um, okay. We researched some popular questions. Love it. Um, Love it. Here for it. So the first question is, how are you taking care of yourself this week? Ooh. Okay, this week I am watching a lot of movies. Mm. Yes. Movies. So a lot of I'll will tell you the movies, but the reason I'm watching those movies <laughs> is yeah, <laughs> because um, this is kind of goes back to what I said before of like wanting to feel like I'm prepared and like in transitioning to like a new career path. So one thing I always felt really self conscious of is like I never I, I I'm just not a movie person. Like I've just mm. never watched a lot of movies, mm. even though like it's okay the helicopter. Wait for it. It's I mean okay. Um, There's a helicopter in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, that's what's happening, <laughs> right. you know. It's, weird it's the feds. They're probably like, <laughs> somebody. That's it's usually what it is. Yes. Um, but I've always felt super self-conscious about that. I'm like, oh, I'm such a fake. Like, I've never seen these. Which I know is, like, oh, not God. real. Only film school people know. Yeah. Right, exactly. You haven't seen Casablanca. You haven't seen All this. the Emerson kids. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, shut the fuck up. Exactly. So I'm not. So anyway, to kind of make myself feel better and to also, like, Unwind. I've been watching. I've just been trying to watch a lot. So three movies you've watched. Mm-hmm. So okay, the first movie I watched last night was Social Network. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We talked about this like, today. I mean, I know. To right be right like, yeah, I'm like, like, I, I can send you a better, a better like a better list. Okay, of- <laughs> but it's the reason is because I'm on. I downloaded Stars for a week. I have like the trial Stars, oh, so I'm trying to watch the Stars. Advantage. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. I watched Call Me by Your Name. Mm-hmm. Ooh, great! Have you seen the movie? Yeah, it's yes. so good. Yes, so the peach good. scene does throw me a little. Um, oh, okay, I have a movie scene. suggestion that's on stars when you finish. But <gasps> what's your third? Okay, and the third one I watched that was good. Shoot, now I'm blanking on what I watched. What What did I watch? What did I watch? Oh, um, Kill Bill Two, Volume Two. Okay, oh, yeah. a good movie. Yeah. Go to Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm tra- yeah, I tried to watch all of his. Work. All mm-hmm. of his work. But I'm done because I'm over him. No, I get him and he his... never caught my eye. Yeah. Like, mm, not for me, but okay. I'm mm. over him. I get it. Like, I get the storytelling appeal of it. I also like, get his aesthetic. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I'm good. I'm, yeah, especially all his black exploitation. Oh my shit. God. I have seen He loves the word nigger. He grew just, up in yeah. the kids and he thinks Love he can say it. I'm saying like, it. Yeah. Like, literally every single movie, you can tell. Yeah, he's, he's just it. itching. He, like, he couldn't yeah. wait to type the ER. Oh. <laughs> he's like, got him. The ER. He said, no, this is missing. And he's like, cut. I need you to really, really? emphasize. You know, I need more. Give me a little more. Give me, give me more urban. Yeah. You know. Give me 
slave master yeah. vibes. <laughs> That's like, what made to get I want me. you to really like hate. Hate it. Well, you know? Django Unchained was literally his slave fantasy that yes. he, he wrote. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, you're fucking disgusting. That's why Jamie Foxx like, loves him though. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people do. Which I'm just like, he's like, love him. Yeah, he's great to work with. I was gonna tell you on Stars, you yes. should watch Roman J. Israel Esquire. It's oh, the Denzel Washington movie. I want to see when he's a lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you should watch it. He was nominated for that last year. Also, Oscar yeah, yeah, he was incredible. Great I movie. And he was a lawyer, so he, yes, he can relate. That. Traumatized, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah, at the end of that, you absolutely will be. Oh, so, what is one thing you want to start doing to improve your mental health? Something that I really want to do, slash, I kind of started doing it, but I want to be more um, regular is confronting the like the negative voices in my head mm. you know I think that something that has really held me back is the fact that I just kind of let those thoughts fester it's like oh you're not good at this or what are you even doing things like that like just mm-hmm. think negative voices mm-hmm. I feel like uh, many of us kind of deal with but I think the key is confronting them right away mm-hmm. and that's actually one of like the <laughs> My sister was my sister was half joking, but she was like gave me was giving me like some tips once, and she was like, uh, "If you ever feel like those voices are just like too much, just physically stop and say no." Which mm. you don't only really have to do, but mm. it's like it's a good interesting way to approach it because it's like okay, like immediately confronting those thoughts with a positive one, or mm-hmm. just confronting them in general. Because I think that once you kind of let those kind of marinate you kind of accept them and you really manifest that right like you really manifest those things that's a very christian approach to to it i've can't count the many times i've been in church and i've heard or people like within christian circles like that's something they talk about a lot Mm -hmm. is that when you hear like negative thoughts about yourself like literally say out loud no No. i am this or i can do this like the opposite i Um, love that but yeah yeah, so it's something i really want to start practicing more i have started doing it a little bit but i want to be better at it yeah negative self-talk is definitely something that i feel like people can relate i like i know for sure that I have a very warped sense of who I am too. Mm. Like he always yells at me. For I'm just this. like, Ryan, this reality you live in. I have no. Sometimes I'm just like, I'm tuning out because yeah. I have no idea what you're talking about it's right hard. now. It is hard. Yeah, it is. It's no, like it a, is hard. I think we've talked about this too mm-hmm. before. Yeah, too. It's like, it's in general like you really can get so wrapped up in those things that you completely lose sense of who you are and what you've done, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I've done that a lot too, where I'm talking to a friend, I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm just like in over my head. Like, yeah. I don't know what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. I can't do any. It really gets to the point where you're like, I can't do anything. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. And you have to have, sometimes when a friend is like, you've like gone through so much more, you know, yeah. you are. And you've done a lot too. Yeah, yeah. you've done a lot. Like, and you're like, wait, like I, fully forgot about this yeah. literally forgot about this just because i was so deeply entrenched in like this thing these this thing you know so it's a great like refreshing way to just be like you know what i'm gonna just talk stop mm-hmm. you right there myself mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and like make sure that like i'm always keeping it real like when it's in terms of like who i am so i mm-hmm. love the quote when someone i, I don't remember who said it, it says um whether you say you can or you can't, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm, so, so whichever true. one you say is like true. So true. Yeah. Um, okay. Question number three. Are you holding on to something that you need to let go of? Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, a little bit. And it kind of goes back to what we're talking about too. Um, I think now I'm kind of getting to a place in my 
career path. I don't know if I can call it a career. No, it path. is a career. Don't, don't. It is, yeah, that's career. I mean, yeah. what's yeah, no? Whatever, like, it's no. a career. No, no, I miss Fernando. No, 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 no. A mom. No. Um, yeah, so I'm getting to a place where I'm just like meeting people from my past more and are like, oh, wait, so like, what are you doing? And like having to explain myself like, oh yeah, I went to law school and I'm doing this and blah, blah, blah. And I always feel like the need to explain myself, Mm. you know, Mm. and I do it so often that I really dread like meeting, like running into someone or talking to someone that I haven't talked to in like a long time. Because I'm always like, oh, gosh, now I have to explain why I did this mm-hmm. and, like, you know, whatever. And, like, makes me feel really bad about myself sometimes. You know, yeah. not that, like, sometimes people are like, oh, like, you are a lawyer? You're not doing that? You know? Yeah. And I really hate when people are like, wait, why? Or, like, what do you, like, what? Like, mm-hmm. how did you kind of come to this? Do you like, feel the need to explain yourself? That's the thing. That's what I was about to say. No, you don't like, have so, to Yeah. Like, yeah. So this is my advice. I'm mm-hmm. yourself to know no, yeah, so that's what I'm, I mean? yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That. So like that's what I need to kind of let go, let go of. of, that of sense of feeling like I have to. to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Yeah. Like I feel like there are several times when I will catch myself about this, like even in text. And like I think that's, yeah. it starts small because there's sometimes when I'll be like, can I do blah, 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 because I need to. And then I'm like, wait, I don't need to explain. Why. Need- or I'm like, I can't make it to this thing. And sometimes I'm like, I need to explain. And there are times when you do have to explain. Right. Mm-hmm. But there are times when I'm about to explain something to somebody and I'm like, yeah, I don't need to give you this information. This yeah. doesn't like you. Exactly. And, you know? like, and people always say, people always do the same thing, which is like, wait, you can like, but you can like do, like you can go back to being a lawyer at any time, right? Like they say that as if it's like, like a, what I'm doing isn't real. or right. like, like what I'm, This is for fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So that happens to me a lot where I'm like, oh, I really hate this. And I don't want to be like, yeah, I can, you know, or like whatever, or make mm. people feel bad. But yeah, it really is something I have to, let go of and I really want to just be like yeah I don't want to do it so now I'm doing this you know what I mean and like right. this is who I am now and stuff so yeah so that's kind of what I want to let go of mm. that's amazing okay so what is in your heart and intuition what is your heart and intuition telling you that you might be ignoring mm. mm-hmm. that's a good one Something that catch you where you're just like yeah that's a good one um that I don't trust myself as much as I should, you know, that I'm like, because I'm so, I feel like every day for me is such a new experience, especially because like, you know, I'm kind of meeting new people, I'm doing new things. I'm like, every, my everyday is so different that, and I, I like, I love that. Like, I love that aspect of like, oh, like things are different and I'm kind of learning as I'm going. But a lot of times I like, I tip to the line of like learning and letting go of, you know, my power in that mm. I know more than I give yourself credit for. Give myself credit for, exactly. So I think that that's something I, I feel like my heart's telling me, like, girl, you need to really own your space and, like, take up that space. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's something that, that's something that I feel like I have to kind of confront, you know? Mm. Yeah. That's dope. Mm. Yeah. Um, what is one thing you love the most about yourself? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, yes. I love it. I love the laugh. Tell it. Tell us. I Tell hope it. it's something The way my ass looks. Yeah. Like, when, I be, when I bend over this way, that ass just be like, Ow. I twerk in my room. And... Um, I think I'm really funny. 
Yeah. <laughs> I he think laughed. I'm really funny. <laughs> I said that earlier to Ryan, and he laughed at me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I get the brand. No, also, feel, yeah. Because I said a joke, and I was like, you get it because of this? <laughs> I, I feel like that's what it. makes it funny, because you always explain I shit. Do. I'm like a mom. That's my brand. That is my <laughs> But wait, so, yeah. did you understand that like Yes, <laughs> because like Yeah, like, if you know. if you don't know me, like you if you knew me you would know that I always do that or I'm like, you get it? <laughs> because it's this. Um but yeah, no, I think I'm funny. I love telling stories. I think I tell a good story. Yeah. Um <laughs> 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 Yeah. yeah. Could be better. Love notes. Love the story. Cute story, love notes. Um, but yeah, I think that's I think that's fun. Also, I like my skin sometimes. Pop yeah, it. no, tr- I mean, now that, now that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. I'm kidding. All of the things. Also, I love how we said one thing. You're on three. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, cast yourself. And th- another thing. No, that's all. That's all. No, I, I would say those, all of those love things. Love my yeah. supportive friend. <laughs> so supportive of me. <laughs> That's what we're here for. You keep me humble. Yeah, you're like, okay. I'm back. Right. <laughs> Ryan, so funny. Funny. In quotes. Yeah, right. Sure. Not, not funny like a mom. But like, <laughs> no, no. Not funny like a mom. <laughs> Just a different funny. <laughs> a different kind. That is, no. All those, all those things are true. Oh. And also, I feel like you, we definitely need to stop and, like, gas ourselves. Yes, yeah. yes. So yeah. important. Important. So... Uh, Name one person that always believes in you Ooh. and what that means to you. Um, I think this is like a cliche answer, but it's true. My mom. <laughs> mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. she always believes in me, even when she doesn't get it. Like, she didn't really get the whole not being a lawyer thing. And I don't know if she still kind of gets it. She's like, okay, girl. But <laughs> she really, she really is always like, all right. Like, Sometimes she gets worried for me and she's like, okay, like, I don't know where this is going and like what's happening with your career, but I support you. And I can always tell like, no matter like if she's like kind of confused or weirded out by like, not weirded out, that's a wrong word, but like Mm. just like confused about my path. I can always tell that she's like, just wants me to be happy, you know, and like go for it. Um, Even though she had to change, she had to change careers so often because you know, she came to this country and she meant to go back, but then, you know, civil war started and she was here and she kind of had to just figure it out, you know, and do what she had to do um, to raise, you know, us. And she did a great job, but even through all that, she like understands what it means to like find your truth and like live your passion. She mm-hmm. like understands that. Um, and she, she supports me through it, even though sometimes she's like, mm, girl, I don't, don't get sure her. What's there. happening here? Cute or life. Yeah. Left well, yeah, exactly. She's <laughs> literally, cute. that's exactly what she does. So she's, she's a cutie. I love you, mom. Shout Ooh. out to moms. Yeah. Um, so, also, what? am I doing okay? Like, am I, do I have to, like, answer Girl, these questions? No, you just said or, don't question okay, 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 okay. literally just but said with the, form, with, with the format. Like, no, no, I think this is perfect. Okay, perfect, perfect. Um, what are you most thankful for right now? Ooh. I'm really thankful for the amazing people that I know in LA, mm-hmm. including you too. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes, because I feel like everyone brings such an interesting thing into my life, you know. And like for a while, I felt really down about not knowing a lot of people in LA, like because I was living out in like the Bay Area for a while, then I was in London. I just missed having 
people like you know mm. what it means like mm -hmm. having like your people and like being like okay we're gonna do our thing that we do like just having a thing mm -hmm. and having people like I feel like I just needed that for a while and I mm -hmm. didn't have that but after being here for a while and now I'm fully appreciating just how you know loved I am by everybody in my life you know here and and even not here like appreciating mm -hmm. what my friends who aren't here bring to my life yeah. um, and like have how to really integrate everybody into you know my life right now and that's been mm -hmm. kind of difficult especially because I'm not the best at communicating sometimes and mm -hmm. like you know like keeping up long distance relationships but how are you I working just, through that you know I try to force myself to call people and like FaceTime even though like I'm a more let's hang out, let's actually have face-to-face -face time person. You know, I feel like when I'm on the phone or when I'm FaceTiming, it just, I would rather the person be there and right. like be face-to-face, -face, but sometimes I'm just like, I need to just be. call. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I need to call. Um, and, and I feel guilty when I don't, so then I look for the guilt. It's a lot. But um, yeah, like I just really am loving everyone in my life and just like the fact that I'm able to just have so many different types of relationships. Yeah. Yeah. One thing I've, I feel like there's this perception of what people in LA are like, mm -hmm. and it's very mm -hmm. negative. Like mm -hmm. everyone's stuck yes. up, everyone's in their own. And like sure, th there are are those people, but yes. I will say that my experience with people in LA has been like ninety eight percent positive. Yes. You know, and people Same. are so cool and so yeah. chill and so accepting. Yeah. Like you can literally be and do whatever you want, and no one cares. Nobody. And there's a group of people just Story. like you yeah. that you can find so you know no one is really out of place and i feel like even the like quote-unquote shitty people that people have in mind you know like yeah you even you when you're in the room with them you weren't even drawn mm -hmm. to that type of person right. you immediately right. like that's not for yeah. Me. yeah yeah um, no that's so true and i feel like some things are different like you know when people do like the la invite you know have you heard of that when people are like oh my god we should hang out oh yeah yes yeah so i thought that was just me bitch I thought, <laughs> oh my god yes i thought Ryan. that was just adulting oh period. <laughs> yes yes but that's no me. people do that where they're like oh my god let's hang out and then you're like yeah yeah Sure, until you, you die. Never see yeah. exactly. <laughs> back and forth till you die, literally. But mm -hmm. that's that's one thing. But I think like in general, people here are so passionate, right? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. it's like everyone here is like finding like trying to be the best version of themselves and right. like chase their dreams, which is cool. Mm -hmm. Like people can be like their day job could be like in IT, but then they're on the side. They're like DJ. draw comic books yeah, or, or yeah, yeah. Yes. or like DJ or like. I do think these one of my favorite things is just like. You have like I have a lot of friends who do like music and like yeah, acting yeah, yeah. and stuff, and then I'll like see them like a lot for like a month. And yeah. like, all right, I'm leaving the country for three months to go work on the show. Right. See you when I get back. And then you're just like, oh. at first it used to be really hard for me, and now I'm like, oh okay, see you when you get back, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that is so true because people just have such dynamic lives yeah. too, which is exciting. It's like, oh my mm. gosh, like, oh I know this person. They're not here right now. They're actually filming a pilot in Johannesburg. Right, right, but, right. but they'll be uh, back. Yeah, they'll be back. <laughs> Back, you, you know exactly mm -hmm. so it's fun i think it's a it's a weird place but mm -hmm. it's fun also i think one thing that i've learned in being in la is that it's also okay for something not to be your scene yes because mm -hmm. i have friends mm -hmm. who will go to things and i've been with them and i'm like love you yeah this part of you and this scene that you were also part of it's just not mm -hmm. for me. Not me and that doesn't make me any less friends with you doesn't right. make me love you less doesn't make you love me less or anything like that it's just like it's so cool that we are so dynamic right. that we can fit into so many spaces mm -hmm. right. and like 
people can be the type of friend they need to be for you in the right. moment yes. and in your choose connection, That's but so also true. have completely separate mm-hmm. lives that are like, we don't, we will never be at those things together because that is just not that is our so scene. True. And, and I, I love that. Yeah. And I think kind of going off that too, like learning like different, as I'm growing older, like learning different types of friendships mm-hmm. and being like, oh, like you're fun, but you're not my type of fun right now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like you're mm-hmm. not who I need right now to hang out mm-hmm. with. And it that's okay. Like mm-hmm. it yeah. doesn't have to be like you and me forever or like we just hang out all the time and yeah. that's like my forever click. Like right. just having different types of friends and being like. For different types of things. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's super it's important also too. just like a seasons thing. Like I was talking to a friend the other day and I was like sharing with, he was like, I haven't seen you all year. And I was like, well, a lot has happened this year yes. already. It's yeah. just like the first Girl. week of February. Exactly. And I'm like, and I also, like, he's, like, 10 years older than me, like, really established in his yeah. career and stuff already. And I was like, I'm not at that point yet. So I'm at a point where I really have to, like, hone in and focus. Yes. So I'm taking, like, improv. I'm taking such writing classes. Yeah. I'm writing a pilot. I'm doing mm. all these things. I don't have the energy, like, probably this year won't have the energy to, like, focus and, like, hang out with people and stuff. Right. But I can try to, like, so I'm like, oh, you can come to BuzzFeed Wednesday and you can have lunch with me, right. you know? Yeah. And, like, trying to fit in people, like, that okay. way. But I'm like, I also have realized that I cannot keep putting my career on hold right. for a social life. Yeah. Because I'm just like, my friends are going to be here. Like, I support my friends and the things that they do. I want that same yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, support. And, like, not every season I'm not going to be able yeah. to be, like, always around yeah. and always chilling and always hanging out. That is so important because I think that's something I'm already, I'm really figuring out this year is, like, I've given myself, like, way too many excuses to be like, oh, I don't know this or I'm busy here, you know what I mean? But, like, fully being like, no, I'm going to buckle down, do what I need to do to make myself feel like I'm, like, able to get to the next point, Mm -hmm. you know, or get to, like, point B or whatever that is or apply to the next thing is so important. And Mm -hmm. that's kind of hopefully what I'm going to be doing this year, too, and being like, okay, cool, like, I love hanging out with people, I love doing this, I love kind of, you know doing the extra stuff Mm -hmm. and like it's amazing for like mental health is especially but honing in and focusing on yourself is the hardest thing Mm -hmm. like it requires so much discipline like saying no to a lot of a lot of things and it's really easy to like feel bad that you can't like be the friend that you because i feel like last year and i'm not a person who goes out a lot and stuff anyway yeah. but I spent You're a not. lot of time with my friends like I would like go to a lot of dinner parties mm-hmm, yeah. I would like go hang out and, like have movie nights and stuff like that and I literally haven't had time to do any yeah. of that because I'm just like totally we talked about the personal shit we've been dealing yeah. all the stuff with yes. work but then also just like I need to get Trains my life together, together. Yeah. like I literally have all these goals met none of my goals for January yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I was like I have to at least attempt try to try to, to do these things, these things. Yeah. and, and then also oh, sorry, yeah sorry. I know I was just gonna say and sometimes it just means sacrificing time with right. friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's also important to check in on when you are, and not that any of us are doing this, but people in general, to check in on when you are using your social life as an escape mm-hmm. for actually doing what you know you need to be doing. Because so I know I fall into that. That I'm mm-hmm. like, sometimes I think I use, going, oh, well, I'm going to do this. And then like I look back and I'm like, you wasted so yeah, much time, mm-hmm. so much money, so much taxing on your like right. you just do a lot of stuff i'm like this is an excuse right, and you right. really what you know you should have been doing was staying home or, yeah. or and, and working on that pilot or mm-hmm. writing your essay for an application like i mean right. there's so many things i know i could and should be doing right 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 
But then I'm like, oh, but this is happening. Yes. And I think we definitely need to check in. It's like, okay, when does your social life becoming an excuse? Exactly. And that's the hardest thing, too, because for me, as someone who really uses my relationships as therapy, you know, and mm-hmm. like just the time and that just like energy really helps me. It's hard to draw the line and be like, okay, this means I have to really focus on what I have to do versus I'm actually not feeling well. Like I mm-hmm. want to actually feel better. And by that, I mean, you know, I want to hang out with my friends. So it's a difficult line, but I think in general too, it's cool to feel fulfilled, like to feel like, Hey, like I'm proud of what I did today. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. whether that's like doing one thing or saying no to something, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all, it's all good. Also, last thing, I was talking to someone earlier and I was saying how I felt like when um, when I was about to move to L.A., I was hustling so hard. Mm-hmm. It was like, I need to do this, I need to do that, yeah. I need to reach out to this person, that. and I got to L.A. and I was like, okay, I want to be a producer, I want to do all yeah. these things, I want to get a job. BuzzFeed worked really hard and then now I feel like I'm in this groove right. and like become yeah, really complacent, complacent. and I'm like, I have to get out of this yeah. because it's like such like a safety net. Like even like with like all the layoffs and stuff, which are like, well, and now I'm like, okay, I'm going to get, you yeah. know, and like, I'm not, but I still like, there's still so many things that I have to work on and I kind of just want to get that hustle back right. that I once mm-hmm. had because I'm like, had I sustained that same momentum I had like Oof. now, no telling where I would yeah. be and it's been lost so completely on like trying to which I'm glad I made friends and like yeah. built my social life and have my community of people but that cannot be your entire life right. and also I have a lot of friends who have like freedom like they don't work during the days right. like they you know like go work two and three weeks and then are off for like a month and right. so they want me to go out at one a friend wanted me to go out at 11 p.m on a Sunday night and wow. I was like I have a workout in the morning and I have to work all day and you gonna be at home sleep and yeah. I'm gonna be at work struggling right. you know yeah. and I was like I cannot yeah. just do that and yeah. even like throughout the week I'm like I would love to go out but I'm not gonna have anything left for me right. tomorrow exactly. and like yeah. if I want to come home and even be clean up my room yeah. or pick up something off the floor yeah. like and, yeah. yeah and like cook dinner and like get ready for you know like just right, right. have time for myself I'm just like I cannot yeah. do that uh, every night and just prioritizing like yeah. myself but also trying to like balance right. friends I love that hard. 2019 the year to get my hustle back. Yeah. That's a great, yeah, that's that is a great good. one. Yeah. Look at that. We'll tweet that. Yeah. <laughs> like Oprah, tweetable moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so tell me, what do you want to be remembered for? Ooh, that's a good one. I actually do listen to another podcast where they ask something similar to that at the end with their guests. Like, mm. what do you, like kind of similar, that very similar vein. Um, and you know what? I really just want to be remembered for making people feel seen you know, mm-hmm. and that's something that I try to do, whether it's like my personal like one to one or like if I, even if I'm in a group, like having people feel seen, loved, supported, you know what I mean? And just having people feel that even for a minute. I forgot who said it, but it's like that quote that everyone always says about people won't remember what you've done for them, but they'll remember how, how you, you made feel. them feel, yeah. you know? My like, um and it's true you know i think like in general people kind of come and go like they move people leave people you know pass away and you really just remember them for like oh like i had that one time where we just laughed a lot you know Mm -hmm. and it was fun you Mm -hmm. know and like or that one time where they really pissed me off and like you know that's another thing you remember people for it's real you know Mm. so just having people remember me for that i think is is fun what about you all 
Can I ask you this question? <laughs> well, I was going to literally, mine is the same thing. I always just want to be someone who makes other people feel included. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I've just been in a lot of situations where I've seen people like been bullied. And I feel like struggling with depression, you often yeah. feel alone. Even if you're not and you have like all these friends and stuff, you can often just feel like a solo, like a lone soldier. And like this, like the, in my opinion, like the worst feeling in the yeah. world. And mm-hmm. I never want anybody to feel that way. Um, so I feel like... In my life, I, like, even with people I'm not close with, I try to, like, go out of my way to, like, yeah. you, you're you welcome in this space. Like, right. even if we're on, like, we don't have to be best friends, but yeah. you're welcome to show up here. You have a space. And so I grew up in, like, a really, like, big, like, Christian culture of, like, we're in and you're out. And you're different and you're not like us, mm. so you're out. Or you're gay, and so you can't be a part of this. Or you're Muslim, so yeah. you can't sit with us. And I just never, that never felt okay to mm. me. And so, like, now that I live my life, I'm trying to, like, just bring everybody in. I'm like, I don't give a fuck, like, what you are. Like, you're a person and you deserve, like, love and you deserve to be, like what you said, seen and heard Mm -hmm. and have your experiences believed. Um, And although you're really that person. Because it was Key's birthday, was it a few months ago? Oh, yeah. 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 And your birthday party just, like, was so many different types of people. Yeah. People who you probably met at, like, different stages Mm -hmm. in your life and stuff. And, like, everyone was just, like together because of mm-hmm. you like I yeah. think it was so beautiful yeah mm-hmm. everyone was like your friend group is so diverse, it's so like, diverse. Like, they had like ages yeah like like yeah different ages. ages like pastors yes. were there different producers were there like like everybody people run non-profits right like, i was like, like for war-torn countries I was exactly like, like so many people and they're all just like very much together and you could tell it was because like they were connected because of you so that was really beautiful yeah so mm-hmm. that's what i, I want my it. life to what about look you? like reflect the world i don't know honestly i don't think i've ever really thought about it hmm. <laughs> something well, to think about yeah hmm? yeah yeah well you'll be remembered yeah way. next week yeah. <laughs> so um number nine what are you dreaming about today Ooh. i'm dreaming about directing Mm. Oh, yeah, that's, that, yeah. oh, really? Yeah, that's my thing. That's oh, I sorry, have no idea. Mind. Yeah, so know. that's you know, in the last like year or two, that's really what I've discovered I love and I feel like I'm really good at is like basically making people feel comfortable in front of a camera and like getting kind of what I want from them. Mm. Um, and learning about that, learning more about direction, about like how to, um, translate what I feel onto screen, you know, mm-hmm. and that's something that I've just like really taken like a stance at in terms of like building my life to reflect that dream, you know, and whether it's like reading what I have to read, watching what I have to watch, like um, talking to whoever, whoever I've talked to mm-hmm. and actually making something. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like in LA people are all talk sometimes mm-hmm. or it's like, I'm, I'm, this, this. I'm this, I'm this. Yeah. And they're like, have you done anything? And they're like, no. And not because of like, oh, not just, willing. Just, yeah, they just, just don't, kind of, yeah. you know? So I really want this year and like for this moment, I'm dreaming of making something. Like whether, whatever it is, like making a piece that I'm really, really proud of and like direct that. Mm. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. very, very cool. I feel like I can see myself doing that. Yeah, yeah no, I love that. that. That would be dope. And then what is the last thing you did for someone else and double, it's a double question. Okay. What is the last thing you did for someone else? And then what is something that someone has done for you that you really appreciated? So what have 
I've done for somebody mm-hmm. the last thing or and what someone done for you that you appreciate oh, okay what have I done for somebody what have you, you done, done for me lately that's a good uh, is that Janet that's a good thinking song what have you done for me lately what have you done for me lately what have you done for what, what have you done done I'm up here what have you done oh love it for, for me, me lately <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Okay. And even after that. After <laughs> <laughs> you surely have done something. It could be something small. Doesn't yeah. Crazy. Brought uh, somebody a LaCroix. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, that's, a, that's a marriage proposal. <laughs> yeah, but that's a BuzzFeed marriage proposal. It really is. Like, I hate LaCroix. I don't, you hate LaCroix? I, I don't like it. I don't dislike it, but I'm also not like, people flip out. I just call it spicy water. Yeah, it is spicy water. Someone once described it as like, if somebody ate an apple and sneezed in the corner, and, and then, then you, and it. then canned it, <laughs> like, but, but in the corner. How it's not like into the thing. No, no, like, it's like and then, just and then someone someone took it from this side, so they were just like it's out of specific. Water. And it seems right. It's so true if you think about it. It's like a wisp. Like you taste it, and you're like, did I someone guess. sneeze in that yeah. corner <laughs> and ate a <laughs> tangerine here? Like yeah, sure. Um, what have I done for someone that you know? Um, so basically. I went to my roommate's um, exhibit that she was doing. She put together an exhibit mm-hmm. um, at FITM, and it was um, for all the motion picture costumes. And it was like the real costumes Very of like cool. Black Panther and like all mm-hmm. these like super cool movies. Anyway, she put it together, and I went, and it was really fun. It was really cool because she was working on it for like a really long time. Like she helped with the event. Um, yeah, and it was really fun to see her. Like, it's in so cool element. when you see somebody in their element. Yeah, you see them thrive in yeah. their environment. Like, yeah, like I love that. Like, mm. I just feel like it's like it just brings me so much joy. Um, and someone that did something for me. Um, so my friend threw a Valentine's Day like brunch for a lot of people that I know, and it was just so sweet. Like, it was so fun, and they do it every year. Um, and they really go out of their way. Like we do a gift exchange oh, and we do like affirmations. Did. Oh, so I got like a really cute, like pretty big, it was like this big succulent. Oh, um, and like a su- very cute handwritten letter from my friend about mm. like how like growth and like, you know, mm. it's like super important. Growth super, it wasn't like growth is super important. It was like something deeper than that right. about mm. plants and stuff. And, and a mug that said filled with love and it was so cute and Aww. some chocolates and I gave that's, a, that's the party we should have. Yeah. Because um, I cut right? off all my niggas. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I also want to hear uh, all about that later. Yeah. Off the, woo. Yes, off the record. Yeah, so some of them listening to this. Yes. Ooh, okay, girl. I need to hear I will pass it some. Oh, One of them my God. Some. There's a many in the rotation. <laughs> right. In the rotation. He's always got um, Sunday and all the strength. <laughs> I love that. But, yeah, so that was really cute. And then we did affirmations. And then we, like, just watched, like, fun videos and listened to music. And it was just, like such a good time you know Mm -hmm. and like it's so great when people like are able to facilitate just like such warm spaces you know like I aspire to do that like Mm -hmm. I want to like be that that house that everyone Mm -hmm. like you know comes to and like oh that's small has that that apartment yeah but I love that I think it's like it really is such a gift that if you're able to like bring people in and host and make people feel comfortable Mm -hmm. and like you know so I love that um but yeah 
It's nice. I'm a fan. I support it. Yeah. Well, thank you for answering little mental health questions. Oh my gosh, thank you. This was a really great time to reflect. (laughs) To get it back. Yes. And you at home. Think about these questions. Yeah. What what are you uh, dreaming about? Like, what? As what do you want to be remembered for? Yeah. I've been through me because I was like, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to be remembered for? No, that's a, that's a hard one. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it is a hard one, my initial answer will just feel selfish. I just feel like I, I don't know if it's selfish. I just would like people to, I would like people to remember me and think, wow, he, and I don't know if distract is the right word, but when people spend time or like if I, because I think in terms of performance and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that in whatever I am doing in front of someone, I'm allowing them to escape. Yes. Mm-hmm. For that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, you know, no matter what you're going through, you know that if you were around me, mm-hmm. I will make that feel better. Yeah. For, for even if, I may not make it go away because I, I mean, mm-hmm. I get it. Shit's real. Drama's, mm-hmm. Trauma is real. Um, but at least the time that you spend with me, you can be like, wow, for those, that hour, yeah. those moments, I felt like. That's great. That's not vain at all. You know, that's, that's, that's a really great one because that is also really a gift. Like to have people feel like, you know, you're there like, engulfed in your energy and like mm-hmm, really mm-hmm. feel like oh i'm okay for this moment of this time, time you yeah. know mm-hmm. that's great i love that one mm-hmm. that's dope that's dope yeah. well, now the last section listen we decide to spice this up because <gasps> we have a lot of things on our minds on our hearts yeah. and minds and uh we're tired of it so uh, we're going to start calling people places and things out this week on a new section called <laughs> Who got you fucked up? We need theme music. Who got got you you fucked fucked up? up. (laughs) That sounds real. Who got got you fucked up? Yes. Um, yeah, so basically okay. it's the portion where we all just go around and talk about one person, place, thing, situation that has you um, fucked up. Okay, um, Or two, or whatever you need to unpack, this is your time okay. to unpack. Amazing. Oh, no, I mean. Oh, oh, yes. oh sure, we can go in any direction. Do you have one right away? Um, kind of, I think so. Yeah, no, no, go, go. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Talk cool. people. Um, I'm going to say ice. Ah, oh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I us all fucked up. Right, right. Okay. So I don't know like when it's gonna it's gonna come out re- like Perfect. soon, right? Okay, yeah. cool. So by this time, I don't know what ha- like what's gonna happen with the soldier or the soldier boy, oh my god. Soldier, oh my god, soldier not soldier boy. Twenty one savage situation, but I think that the whole situation, first of all, on multiple layers, it's extremely fucked up. But on one layer it's like it's intimidation in a mm-hmm. lot of ways, right? Because according to 21 Savage and his people, this is really like a kind of a, you know, way to get back at him, right? Because yeah. they 100% knew he was applying for a visa. They knew his status. Yeah. And this was a very public way to kind of shut him Out up. Him. Yeah. Especially after, like, wasn't it like a few weeks ago where he performed on like Jimmy That Fallon was four days before he got right. arrested. Oh, I didn't realize he it was right yeah. after that. I knew, yeah. yeah. It was four days before. It was very politically charged. he said charged, very political yeah. things, you know what I mean? Like standing up for many people. Mm-hmm. And he was he, talking about Flint. Yes. He was like, I can't imagine my kids being stuck at the border. Right. It was a great performance. It was great. And also his like latest music video, 
feel a lot like it had some it had it was tinged with you know yeah. sentiment. The imagery was great. It was mm-hmm. very it was oh it was beautifully it's beautiful. shot. Like mm-hmm. I watched it, I was like, this mm-hmm. is really amazing. And I was watching um his ops video, the slaughter gang shit, oh. and then I watched the a lot, a lot? video both Bro. today, and I was like, man, he's come a long he way. He really has, and that's growth, right? Mm-hmm. Like especially True. in the black community, in the black rap. Mm-hmm. Community yeah, that is dangerous. Yeah, that's, that's true. dangerous, right? Because if you think of like the evolution of like the FBI and these like, like you know, ops organizations, mm-hmm. like they really kind of came from surveilling black powerful mm-hmm. community leaders, right? Mm-hmm. So it makes total sense that these like All of institutions mm-hmm. exactly are still doing the same thing, mm-hmm. right? So this is so blatant. That's kind of one layer of it. The next layer I think is really funny is that. People don't know black British people exist. Oh, no, 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 they no, no, no. do not. I thought I don't. I don't think that was the thing. I was just confused what? by specifically twenty one savage okay. being not from London. No. Yes, that, I, I was like, like, you could have told me there was going to be. Oh, I, I was. I've been saying. If someone said you're going to wake up tomorrow and there's yeah. going to be a story That's about twenty one savage sure. in the media. 21 t- Savage being from the UK right. would have never, never no, crossed no, no. my mind. I remember definitely. seeing that and being like, I need someone to make it make sense. <laughs> it's like, I understand these words as individual yes. words. Yeah. However, this sentence, yes. this stream and of just words. Like, this Atlanta slaughter gang I shit, murder like, gang. I, I was like, I don't get this no. at all. Because if you see the interview with his mom, she yeah. has a British accent. It's so funny because it's like, okay, there's a portion of people like you all that are like, it's kind of random, you know, because mm-hmm. we see him, we see him as like this super hood, like Atlanta, Atlanta rapper, rapper yeah. like really. But then there's people who are like, wow, I can't imagine that because I think British people That's are white all people. white people. Isn't there a large African population in mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I remember yeah. being in London and being like, oh yeah, this is like And a they're thing. taking all the black people. Americans jobs here in the, in, in the movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, because, and I only have, and I only, can only say this because I did like live there. I don't know if I would have the same kind of like mm-hmm. insight if I didn't, but it is just a huge culture that's very much not separate, but like, you know, like uh, its own unique situation. Like to me, I'm hmm. like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, people in the UK or whatever, like they listen to just our music or whatever. Right. But it's just like a huge, like, like there's this different music, there's different artists, there's just different things there. Right. And that I feel like people just on a surface level, a surface level, American audiences kind of just Too didn't much. really grasp. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like, yeah. so it was a weird thing on Twitter when I saw that. Cause some people were just like, well, this is crazy. Other people were like, I can't put it together. This. Yeah. But also, and then I guess like, I didn't know his real name until, and I, like, I can't say his name right now because mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. But I remember reading his name and being like, that makes sense because I know that there's a large Muslim population, yes. mm-hmm. um, but specifically black Muslim population yes. in London. And I was like, hmm, that gives me a little bit more. So I'm like, this actually makes a yeah, lot more sense yeah, now yeah. that I'm like, I think I just never thought to right, look right, into right. it. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that yeah. makes more sense now. And then if we understand how that's politicized even more, right, right, right. especially he's not, that too. He's yeah. not just mm-hmm. a black guy; he's a he's black a Muslim, Muslim guy. Mm-hmm. you know, guy, and it makes it even it makes it even scarier. Yeah. So I just thought it was the whole situation. So many questions. People have like people were saying like oh he he was getting in the, in and out of the country because of his like private jet and I was like I don't think that's, that's how it works. Still have to check. Still, work. that don't go through customs that way. Like, right? you still have they to let like, you in. Right, you don't just land like, in the country. They're right. like oh hey sure. what's up? No, cool. why you're not? That's yeah, not how that works. like it's not how it works and like it's just in so many ways like very much like you know sh- demonstrating the type of atmosphere 
we have, I think, in the mm-hmm. U.S. too, because it's like some people were making fun of it, which is, it is kind of random and crazy, you know. Some people were like, this is an outrage. And then, you know, basically ICE was like, eh, like they're not making a comment and 21. Like, it's just such an interesting mix of like apathy in a lot of ways, too, because people are just kind of like, whatever, like, who cares about him? Not understanding kind of like the like bigger the, the, the big implications, system, yeah, you know what I mean? What I mean. Mm. So that was awesome. Anyway, so ICE. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay. ICE is um, wild. And I definitely, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I, I definitely feel like there was a lot of people who were just very ignorant about like, mm. oh, they're black British people. Right. But I know from my, when I woke up and read it, I was just like, what? Never what? would have It just literally thought, made oh, no so sense. I was like, 21 Savage is from the UK? Yeah. No, but like, all, first I read, it was like an update. It was like, 21 Savage is going to be deported. That's and I all like, I read. Um, and I was like, to where? And my even mind, if they said that, I would have been like, to where? Wait, to where? London would have never yeah. crossed never. my mind. DR? Maybe. Yeah. yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I can see it. I was like, maybe, I'm like, maybe he's Haitian. Yeah, definitely that. Yeah, like, sure. Maybe he's Haitian. Like, I don't know. I couldn't wrap my head around that. Yeah. Okay. You like, know? And then when they said that, I was like, Oh, what? Like, yeah. it was like... It just felt very random. You know, but it was also it's sad because now he has, ki- he has kids. I know. Hold on. There's his a kids are born too. here and mm-hmm. it's really sad. But yeah. I hope, but I really hope this is a moment where things change through him. You know mm. what I mean? Right, In right. Terms he will of be like, an example. Yeah, like people can't, better. won't just, you know, put up with it anymore and being like, this happened. Families are, you know, divided literally every single day and like, this is just really lucky in the fact that like he is such a visible person but right. it's mm-hmm. not yeah then that's what i was about to say this just like yeah. a, also another example is that he's like a a black man with status and money and right. if he's like being like exactly if this is like affecting him because yeah. somebody on twitter made a great point of like if ice came to your house right now and said you were not from here yep. You're from somewhere else. Yep. What proof do you have? Exactly. Other than documents that they can say were fake. Or fake, exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so I was true. like, yeah, that's facts. So yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing you can really say in that situation. That happened to so many people too, mm-hmm. and that happens with so many people in the FBI when mm-hmm. they come and they're, you know, Muslim community, and they're like, okay, we got this information about you. Can you tell us this? And people don't even know. You don't even have to. By the way, you don't have to speak to the FBI if they ever come Here's to your door. Here's the lawyer. Just so you know, you don't have to. You have in no way just say, I'm not going to talk to you, and they have to leave. Like they're not the police. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And ICE isn't the police either. Mm-hmm. Like they're not the police. So it's these situations that really kind of emphasize the fact that like people aren't like no matter who your status like if you're black in this country you're black in this country mm-hmm. you know like that's what it comes down and to. that's why when uh all these people were like getting uh they were trying to stop um like the people from coming from honduras and all of that right. and everybody was saying like yo black people we have to care about this yeah. because it's affected it's, them it's and we're next slip, we i think we talked about it on the slope. podcast yeah, yeah. before when we were talking about the caravan and it was like it's them now it's up and yeah. it ain't been six months and right. it's already like knocking right, at right, the door right. and that's what it is like people understand have to understand too that many people in this country just because of this, like the police and the status of the police, just feel intimidated just from that, from the get go. You know right. what I mean? So education and all those things, those go out the window. If you're scared, you know, you're scared for your family, you're scared for your livelihood. So just having support of like, okay, I know if anything happens to me today, like there are people in the community that do care. You know what I mean? And I will be able to kind of like fall back on that because people don't know and people don't feel like they have that support, like the community support. So hopefully this will be a good way for people to take the next step, you know, Mm -hmm. in terms of like helping many other people who face these issues literally on the daily. So, yeah. Yeah. So ice got them all fucked up. Yes, very much so. 
always abolishized. Yeah, well, immediately. <laughs> immediately. It was like it's only been around since like 2003 anyway. Which I didn't realize. I'm like I'm older enough. than I. Get so the fuck out of here. Kill <laughs> it. Abort it immediately. Um, I don't. I, I have one or two. I feel like both of them are a little dated at this point. So, so there was someone who uh, recently decided to upload a video about um, about being laid off from BuzzFeed, and he does not work there. Didn't it has not worked there in years, and it was just very disrespectful. He took advantage of a situation where, and like I, the thing. So he posted a video and hashtag BuzzFeed layoffs and was trying to like capitalize on the views of people like paying attention to a very public mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. firing of lots Many of people. people yeah. um, and across media brands in general, not even just BuzzFeed. And so in this video, he tries to claim that like he was stifled and that he just had all of this energy that he wanted to put towards, you know, important topics mm. like like um, marijuana and like and drug reform and mm-hmm. things like that. And I was like, and, and I was when like, the fuck ever? Love. This man has not been hired by this company for two years. Yeah. He has not been at the company in six months because we had to ask him to stop coming mm-hmm. because we were like, girl, no one wants to work with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and no one is. St- and I'm like, and when you were here, all you ever wanted to do was just be on camera and be shirtless. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, being hot is not a brand. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's it, it is. Being hot is a brand. Being however, hot it, uh, however, it's not working for you. Yeah. I mean, nope. like, because nope. you're hot and boring. All right. And but I think even being hot and boring works for some people. It is not working for you. If it has mm-hmm. not worked in the past two years, it is not going to work. Mm-hmm. You have me fucked up because you decided to take advantage of people going through real actual pain and real actual suffering and actually being fired for something. And you thought that you would capitalize on it and then you wanted to play stupid and act like, well, I didn't know and I just didn't think people would take it it this way. And no, you knew what you were doing. You knew what you were saying. I understand that you were working on it for months, but you decided to release it this day because Mm -hmm. you knew that you would somehow aggregate some type of views from it. And you did all of that and only gained 100 subscribers. So... Hope it was worth it. Worth it. And burned several bridges. Yeah. I'm like, literally all it did is make sure that no no, no, one here won. Everybody was like, absolutely not. You're done. And just expose you because at that point, everyone started to be like, well, I had this experience with you. Yeah. I'm not having it. So you really just exposed yourself. You really just, it was very stupid. You played yourself. When you play me, you you play play yourself. yourself. Because you know what? You could have released this video. I'm honest, you shouldn't have released the video. <laughs> Facts. It is. It, I mean, it's not. It's, uh, yeah. It is beautifully shot. Mm-hmm. The DP. Beautiful. Shout out to him. That, whoever Call that was. Call me. Yeah. I'll hire you. We should bring you the best. <laughs> you, you deserve a job. Yeah. <laughs> no, I digress. That had me all the way fucked mm-hmm. up last week. But that's not even. Yeah, yeah. He's not even worth it. And that'll be the last time I talk on it. <laughs> <laughs> the so last time we will her. address this situation. Don't know I'm pulling the Kevin Hart. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Next way, week on the podcast, I saw him today. <laughs> you saw Kevin Hart yeah. today? Did you cut him out? Yeah. No, we were driving. <laughs> we're getting. We're getting uh, for the for the for the, the shoot Taco today. And we're driving back, and I saw him. He was wearing like a hood and AirPods, and he was like walking, and I was like, <gasps> "That is Kevin walking Hart." Where? Yeah. Where was he? He was literally near, kind of like the you know those like post studios like around oh, kind of us. Mm-hmm. I was with Moses, and he was like. He he may have been going to like the voice or you know they have oh, a yeah, bunch yeah, of studios yeah. and stuff there because he's walking and you know when you look up in LA you can tell someone's famous mm-hmm. just by the way, by the way they, they walk mm-hmm. and the way they act he mm-hmm. definitely had that and I looked and I was like yeah remember we used to work at Siren we used to see so many famous people yeah. over there oh, yeah remember, remember what Pharrell was, was over say, at, oh, at Kelly Carrie Washington was walking like her, her baby was like in the carrier you couldn't see it but she was like had her baby in a stroller and was oh, walking down the street. Was the street yeah Shondaland was across the street, street from Buzzfeed 
Um, oh, so yeah, people used to be office. over there all the time. We got the rooftop, beautiful, which view. was never really fully used. We should I decorate did. the fuck out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't and feel like events. it was. Yeah, it, like nothing really ever happened there. In yeah, the last it was just like two picnic tables. We did not we yeah. appreciate what we had. And every time you go time. there, it was like one person had to make a phone call. That yeah, was like I was like, mm-hmm. what? this should be. Oh, yeah, we should have been out there. Yeah, because now we just beg for like yeah outside. Like outside, please. Yeah, what a time. Yeah. Um, See, so who's yeah, yes. Who has me fucked up? Listen, the man has me fucked Ooh. up. Mm. Oh, yeah. um, tell us, tell us. I've just been in situ- situations recently where um, white people and white adjacent people have done a lot of <laughs> telling me. Adjacent. Yeah, white adjacent, spicy whites yes. mm-hmm. have been telling me how loved and valued mm. and appreciated I am. I appreciate like all my hard work and all the things that I do. And um, turns out, I mean, per usual, being a black woman, I'm being paid less than damn near everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, Being paid less than black men, being paid less than white men, white women, women, Asian, literally everybody, like across the board. um, And doing like a lot of emotional labor. Oh, yeah. Um, So I finally reached a point, I don't give a fuck if they hear this. this is happening. Yeah. Either you're going to pay me my money or there will be consequences. Yeah. Um, I feel like as like a woman specifically and as a black woman, yeah. it's easy to just kind of like push things down and be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to wait and then right, like keep right, holding right. off or like not wanting to feel like you're um, asking for too much or you're being, doing too much yep. or like you're pressing issues that like maybe you shouldn't press. Yeah. But like literally when I like started talking to other people who mm-hmm. have been in like similar positions of me as me who uh literally have been in the same situations for the same amount of time yeah. and have done like less work and like less things than I have yeah. and they've like far exceeded right. like right. the pay and compensation uh, than I I have uh, I'm just like it's First of it's all, not okay. yeah, Key, let me just tell you, you have already done so much in this like crusade for, is that a, yeah, we call it crusade. Um, Jesus like, is that, I'm like, is that cool? We're Muslim, Muslim, we're not. Like, that's a fun little analogy. <laughs> but, like, in, you know, fighting the man, if you will, because, mm-hmm. like, I, I was telling them before, like, corporations, what corporations hate the most is people talking about their salaries, yeah. like, mm-hmm. how much people make. Mm-hmm. And once you talk about that, it's out in the open, there's nothing people can do no, about it. It's, mm-hmm. out. it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's out. I know how much you make. I know how much mm-hmm. you make. I know how much I make. Mm-hmm. And it's not what you make. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find out why right. and what? talk about it. Mm-hmm. Because legally, they can't, allow, they can't tell you not to talk about how much mm-hmm. you make. They, can, mm-hmm. they, they don't can't. want us to know. They don't and that's something I, I've been thankful for my coworkers for because I literally just started reaching out to people. Yeah. And I was like, hey, do you mind sharing how much you make and within what time span? Yeah. This? And I mean, like... Everybody. over and beyond wow. like what I yeah. and every time it's come to me it's like it's not there it's not there we just don't have it we yeah. just don't have it yeah. um and now I'm just like so I literally like am using I ask my coworkers like is it okay if I like use your name and like things like that and they're all like sure and yeah. I'm like I'm putting names right. race and um yes. job descriptions yes. <laughs> job descriptions and we're gonna I'm just gonna ask why yeah. I'm gonna take it in there and be like hey what yeah. is this? And, and, yeah, I just, yeah. and I don't 
and I'm not going to feel like I'm doing too much no. or I'm asking for too much because I'm not. I do too much to right. be treated so little and stop telling me you care about me. Mm. Yeah. So if you want me to stop talking about it, fix it. Exactly. So um, you, you oh, got my email. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got my email. Please respond to all. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I reply yeah. all. <laughs> um, but just the fact that you're saying that is just encouraging me so much too because I feel like especially as black women, it's so easy to be like gaslit mm-hmm. by these type of situations mm-hmm. and people would be like, oh, but you haven't been here, but you've done this, but you've mm-hmm. done that. You know what I mean? It's it's so easy to kind of put yourself in, the, in those situations to make you feel like, I'm going to talk myself out of asking doing these, these questions. Things, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and asking, doing these getting what things. I deserve, what exactly. I am Exactly. Because I literally thought that I was just basically on the same pay scale yeah. as everyone else. And like, oh, we're all kind of doing like sort of the same thing. Yeah. Being a black woman is hard in a lot of ways. But yeah. one of the major ways it's hard, hard for is like, people see that you're a black woman and mm-hmm. think that they can act a certain way. Mm-hmm. And one of the major ways that's kind of demonstrated is pay. Mm-hmm. Like people have across the board paid black women less, less mm-hmm. than every, like you, you literally, literally named everyone. it out, yeah. literally everybody else. And one of those reasons is because like if when black women get to those higher up levels, you know, because of just like, you know, the fact that there's just not a lot of people who look like us in those spaces, it's mm-hmm. easy to just be like, Oh. Well, be thankful that you're here. Yeah. Be glad and that oh you're. Oh my gosh, you're you're such a you're representing so many you. people. Mm-hmm. You're doing so much, and then to take on that emotional labor, right, mm-hmm. and be like, wow, like I'm representing so much for people, and to be like, wait, that isn't payment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not payment. You saying thank you isn't payment. Like, yeah. Literally, all of that is just adding to my, my stress. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, yeah, just treat me fairly. Treat me like you treat the rest of these people for the exactly. amount of work that I do and all that I put into it, and we will be fine. But I don't want to feel like I have to go on my fucking podcast and fucking drag you right. and then put together a document <laughs> and like come to you just to get paid fairly. Once like, again, doing all the work, work for them. But yeah, I'm just like, fuck it. I'm tired of like sitting back and like shutting up and like be quiet. And like, I'm just going to keep working hard and like trying to prove myself. No, I'm like, no. That. What do you want? Views? I got views. It, like, when each you time, work like, hard, it doesn't matter. Yeah, like it, like, it, it literally, yeah, it means nothing. Like you just keep working harder and like in hopes of being promised more right. things. But none of these promises are ever met. And you know what? You are doing it for so many people, right? Like that yeah. can't even. So yeah. like just that is so encouraging too. Because that is really motivating too, you know what I mean? Because so many people just are kind of fall into those promises, mm-hmm. you know. And, and just sad. like believe in like, also things it's like, even like with all the stuff that's happened recently, it's easy to fall into the, um, I don't know, the trap of believing these companies right. and big corporations yeah. and all the things they tell you. Like, we love you. We value We're you. Family. What you do here. We're family. Which is we also care. all bullshit. I'm like, I don't need all this. Yeah. I'm really like, I, I have a family. Like, yeah. I don't need you to do these. It's really unhealthy and toxic. And one of the bigger things about capitalism, yeah, is to make you think that your body isn't, well, this, yeah, we're going there. Um, capitalism no, in general, <laughs> capitalism in general really kind of brainwashes people into thinking that your body is a machine, that it runs like a machine you don't need water right, you don't need a break yeah. you don't need a vacation you're just going to kind of keep producing keep producing because you're a machine you need to produce an output mm-hmm. and in that model is like oh everyone here is doing the same thing as i am we're one we're a community we're family mm-hmm. but it's not you're mm-hmm. machi- like you're a machine to people mm-hmm. you're replaceable unfortunately right and that's the model because after that your body your spirit everything when it's worn down 
There isn't anything to replace yeah, you. Yeah, and not only that, the company will replace you. Exactly. Like you're saying, like literally, you're a part in the you, yeah, because like it's, and, and once you were tired out, yep. they're not going to be like, that the whole family thing will go away. Right, like, oh, right. well, that was so fun. Yeah. Well, we've got the next key. Person, yep. like, there, right? you know I mean? And that's, that's literally, this is completely different, but it has me thinking about how the NBA is, is changing and how these players are like requesting trades. So it's usually like they would just get tired of player, put them on the trading block and ship them off to whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think about specifically, there was this basketball player named Isaiah Thomas who was like, like 5'10", who was in the NBA. Mm. Like, might even, I think it was like 5'8", actually. Like, shorter oh, wow. than that. Um, made it to the NBA. Had, like, an MVP caliber season. Was playing for the... Um, I'm trying to see how tall he is. Um, who was playing for the Boston uh, Celtics. And um, that season, he played, like... Yeah, he's 5'9". He wow. played through, like, an a injured hip. His sister also died in a car accident, and he played through the playoffs. Like, the day after his sister died, he came and played through the playoffs. Wow. And, like, literally had, like, a was an MVP, MVP race, like, top three, and literally injured himself. And they, like, right after that, they traded him to another team. And his wow. career hasn't been the same. So he was, like, in line to get, like, a max deal, like a $200 million contract. But after he got hurt and, like, played through the death of his sister and, like, and took him care. to the finals, they shipped him off somewhere wow. else. And now he's barely getting the veterans minimum of, like, $1 or $2 million when he was eligible for two. And it was like just proving like that there's no loyalty to anybody. Like you can literally play through the death of the person you're closest to and give this whole city like your life and it does not matter. matter. And like that's how big corporations work too. Like you can give them your everything yeah. like literally work through cancer right, and like exactly. people they do not and, care and don't Truly. believe them <laughs> do right. not Cause care because at the end they'll be like oh great we'll do a retirement party in the break room and they'll bring you a cake right you've worked somewhere <laughs> for 40 years like yeah. how many people have you probably heard that's like oh you know he's given he's worked here for 40 years 30 this years great. thank you so much thank you so mm-hmm. much here's a plaque or something or here's a cake and, and we're then gonna move clap on. for you and then Bye. we will replace you and then yeah. we'll never talk to you again like that's what these corporations do you know that's mm-hmm. the actual purpose of them is to yeah. have an output and to just replace like you know the what cogs I mean? the, the cogs wheel. in the wheel yeah. you know when you aren't good anymore to replace them so it's really dangerous to fall into the trap of like this is my identity mm-hmm. this company and with a lot of companies mm-hmm. Your identity gets like mixed, pulled in the mix, mm-hmm. and that's the difficult part because when you pull yourself out, it's like, what's left, mm-hmm. you know? And like, who am I? And people really do, and maybe it's not this extreme, but people do go through like identity mm-hmm. crises, maybe well, on a smaller jobs, scare, yeah. mm-hmm. scale, but it's like, if you were this all your life, and now you're not this, and you let it kind of become you, who are you afterwards? Mm-hmm. So it's really and important. Yeah. That's why like the NBA is literally shook that these players like, I don't want to play here. I want to go to this place, yeah. and I'm letting you know now. So even if another team tries to get me, you're not going to have me for longer than a year because once I'm free, right. I'm going to go sign with this place. And they're right. trying to like put like a hold on it to keep these players from saying, you can't trade me off whenever you're sick and it's done with me wild. and yeah. ship my family to a brand new city because yeah. you're just tired yeah. or don't want to pay me anymore. Yeah, and a, um, and a great example of this same type of thing with workers is the government shutdown. Mm-hmm. You know, mm. people were not going to do anything about or like the government wasn't going to do anything about it literally until the workers said, no, Mm -hmm. we're not having enough. And they were the ones who actually made the change Mm -hmm. because people were literally getting paychecks with zero dollars, you know? And what do the companies do? Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. Even like the LA teacher strike that they were going on. Like, clap 35 kids to one teacher? Like, insane. It's it's just bad on both sides. Like, no one's winning there. Yeah. Yeah. Capitalism in general is... 
toxic. Yeah. It's really scary because you make it, people convince you that's the only way in life, but it's not. So yeah. open your mind, people, and don't believe these companies are your family because they're not. Yeah. <laughs> so capitalism and the pay gap got me fucked. Yes. Oh, I love that. Always. Ugh, hate it. Fix it. Yes. But yeah, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Oh, this was good. This was a good one. Yeah, this was my second. Yes, I think he's my second podcast I've ever been on. Who was your first? It's not important. It's important that we're here right now. Doesn't matter who was first. Yeah, you're my favorite. That's that's what I say to. That's what I say to certain people. <laughs> that's what you said to the first podcast too. yeah I'm like so don't worry about it don't worry about tell all of this yes <laughs> you know, like um, but this was amazing oh. amazing host fan of the pod thank you thank you fan appreciate fan. you <laughs> um yeah guys yeah, thanks yeah, for tuning thank in let us know what you think about the new pod structure what do you want to see who do you want to see on the podcast? And who's got you fucked up? Yeah. Tell us who got you fucked up at youmeandkey at gmail.com. And we just might read it on the show. Yes, ma'am. Mm. Don't forget to like, review, subscribe on the Apple Podcast. And we will see you next, next week. week. Who got you, you fucked, fucked up? up? <laughs> who got you fucked up? Who got you fucked up? Who got you? Who? who? Hmm, baby. Who? who? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, we're getting out of here. <laughs>